Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This morning, the U.S. is inching closer to a coronavirus shutdown across the board. Seven million residents in the San Francisco Bay Area have been ordered to shelter in place, only allowed to leave their homes for essential reasons. It is the nation's strictest measures so far. Is that a suggestion or a law? Do you get a fine? I don't know what happens there. Also, uh, if you live in the Bay Area, you probably know this. If you don't, it's probably coming to you soon. This whole you got to stay home routine. I absolutely think that in the denser, more densely populated parts of the country, it's just a matter of days before everybody's hearing something like this. So we're going to be like Italy and Germany and France and everywhere else. Yep, South Korea, Alameda, Contra Costa, uh, Contra Costa, Marin, Santa Clara, San Francisco, San Mateo, and Santa Cruz counties so far uh, appear to be a most aggressive public response to coronavirus anywhere in the U.S. so far, and from Alameda County. Sergeant Ray Kelly joins us. Uh, Ray is the public information officer for the Alameda Sheriff's Office. Sergeant Kelly, how are you, sir? Oh, good morning. I got about five hours sleep, but I'm ready to roll uh, back at it again. Uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster of of a week, to to say the least. Right. I have friends in law enforcement who say that things are changing by the half hour, and everybody's just scrambling to figure out what's what. So, how would you uh, characterize? The shelter-in-place order, I mean, it's there are plenty of exceptions. Nobody's going to get their head cracked for leaving their house. What do you have to say? Or to, are they? Well, okay. What do you have to say to the, the citizens of the Bay Area? So, that you know, that that's a great question, and I'm getting asked all sorts of questions. I, I got people calling me and asking me, even friends and family, hey, can I go uh, for a walk? Can I go do this? So w- what people are being asked to do is, if, if you're doing non-essential things, uh, if you're not uh, have a reason to go and do 
uh, whatever activity is in, is in the health order, um, we're asking you not to do it. The, the most important thing is large groups and, and situations where people don't need to interact because they don't serve an essential function, that they stay home and that they practice the physical social distancing um, that's been asked of them. Well, you, so, you, you, you used the word ask twice. Are you asking people or telling people? Is this yeah, a force of law asking, or is this I a suggestion? Well, this is, it is a law. It's a misdemeanor violation of the health and safety code uh, to, to violate it. But the, the issue is, is we're not looking to fill up our jails with, with a bunch of uh, citizens that violated, you know, the, the law. So there's, there's the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. You know, we as a society have social norms and people do uh, what is socially normal. So we're, we know that the majority of our citizens here in the Bay Area are going to do the right thing, that they're going to follow the guidelines, and that other people are going to show each other what is socially acceptable. So, for example, you know, uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we shook each other's hands. Now we see people not shaking each other's hands. That's not socially acceptable because people are concerned about their health. And so um, we have a way of kind of policing ourselves as a society and telling each other what's good, what's right, uh, and what's wrong. So in that regard, I think we will all help each other do the right thing. And so uh, this notion or this mindset that's, that some people have that the police are going to be out there just looking for you to violate the rules, that's not the case. We're, we're, we're really, we really know and, and truly believe that people will do the right thing. And, you know, the, the alternative is, is not good because the longer we, we don't follow uh, the guidelines, the longer we kick the can down the road, the longer we have to stay in these conditions. So we have an opportunity to knock this down. Um, we don't even know where in what direction this is headed at this point in our region. And so, so we have an opportunity to get ahead of this and, now is the time to do it. Because so would you or your officers go, if you, if you drove by a restaurant that's open and serving people, would you or your officers go in there and talk to the owner and say, hey, you shouldn't do that? Well, so, uh, so, so we would go to a business, if it's a non-essential business, we would go there and we would ask them, Please, you're, you're, you're not allowed to do this. People are allowed to go to their business to check on their, their infrastructure, to check the freezers, to do their payroll, to manage the day-to-day uh, operations of their business to keep it functioning uh, so that when we're done with this, people can then turn the lights back on and, and, and go to work. So people can do that. People will be going in and out of businesses and work and doing that. But but we're saying that you can't open your bar and restaurant back up and, and crowd people uh, within inches of each other and begin to spread the virus um, a, a virus that we know can be spread even if you're asymptomatic. So we have to practice the social distancing guidelines. If you have an essential job, if you're in an industry that we need you in and we need you to be at work, um, then you'll go there, but you still have to practice the guidelines of uh, the health order while you're working. So, right. um, Sergeant Ray it, Kelly. It, 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 it's a unique it's a unique time but we're not we're not out there looking to you know put handcuffs on people and take them to jail cuz our jails our jails uh, they don't have the capacity or the ability 
Uh, nor do we have. So what are you in uh, for? Defined. I was five feet away from a guy next to me, and yep. they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that would be both that. ironic and counterproductive to cram the jails full of people. Sergeant Ray Kelly's the public information officer at the Alameda County Sheriff's Office. Uh, listen, I understand that contingency planning doesn't mean that something's going to happen, but uh, what have you been hearing from the governor's office, for instance, about what might be next? Well, you know, right now uh, he's going to have to clean up and address some of the essential functions, like what those are. So uh, one of the things we're worried about is like manufacturing, certain manufacturing facilities um, that produce things that we need. So uh, we need to, to deal with that. Um, in Silicon Valley, a lot of people down there can, re- can work remotely and continue uh, their jobs. Uh, but there's certain jobs that that we need people to go into in certain industries to make supplies to manufacture things that we're going to need that are essential to everyday life so i I think hopefully he addresses things like that i think we're going to just have to feel this out in the coming days adjust and adapt as as the the situation unfolds i think we can look to italy and what's going on over there i know i've been been watching that um to see what how they're handling it because they've been doing this now for a couple weeks. So, um, and then I, I, I heard you say earlier in the show that, that, uh, that this is likely coming to other larger areas and that's probably true. So people are going to be looking at our model to see how we're, how we're doing here in the, in the six area counties that are in this. So, Hey, is there, has there, has there been any uh, discussion of actual martial law at this point? No, I, I have been on multiple phone calls. We have been on multiple phone calls. Would you tell us if there was? <laughs> of course we would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that, um, you know, because because we're in the United States and because we are a, a democracy and because we have the Constitution and a whole lot of rights, it's really hard to impose those types of situations uh, onto people like you can do in a country like China. You can knock, uh, lock people down and and drag them off if they don't follow and, and, and create. But we have due process. We have a criminal justice system. We have things in place um, for those reasons. So there's, there, there's all these extremes out there, but I, I just, I think if people just practice and, and do um, what we're asking of them through with our health experts and they listen, we can all get through this uh, in a way that is manageable and puts less stress on everyone. Sergeant Ray Kelly of the Alameda Sheriff's Office. Uh, Sergeant, keep you guys safe and healthy and keep doing a good job. We appreciate the time. Well, thank you very much. Take care. All right, thanks. And if you weren't listening at the first part, he said they will tase people if they're standing less than six feet from each other. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's um, not exactly the way I interpreted it, but... Um, we got a text that says, Jack, you're not helping with any of your comments. Uh, that's probably true. Well, um, write that every day. You know, Please, you ever the, listen to the show? The more he's, I, he's out of control. The more I think about it, the more I feel like this is just all going to take care of itself without having to get into some of these details. Because as fewer and fewer people go out, the businesses are going to close because it's cheaper to be closed than to be open. Mm-hmm. And if there's no place to go because everything's closed, nobody's going to go out. <laughs> so there's just, I mean, where yeah. would I go if I did leave my home? And that will help. And one person driving around is not going to be a big deal anyway. I mean, oh, no, so, certainly so not, there's, no. there's just, it's just going to build on itself. Well, and I think of, of the vast majority of people understand the intent of all this and they think, yeah, that's legit. All the people I trust tell me this is legit. It's legit. I don't want people dying by the hundreds of thousands. And one of the things they're starting to see in a couple of places like New York and Washington State and um, and a couple others 
is that you're having more healthcare workers getting sick, more hospital nurses getting sick. And we really, really want to avoid that because the system could get overwhelmed in such a big hurry that people are thinking, yeah, I know they're not going to arrest me, but I'm going to do it anyway. I got this text. It's highly recommended that everyone check the expiration date on their toilet paper. If expired, it will not protect you from the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, boy. When so will the, the toilet paper date. crisis end? Uh, I was reading the Wall Street Journal's got two articles about it today. It's going to be like next week. The The big manufacturers have ramped up, which brings me to the, the, the interesting economic discussion of should price, price gouging be allowed? And I've been mm. convinced that it should be. Ah. Um, it makes perfectly good sense to me now. If we can get into that. If the up. people were worth saving, they'd have money to buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we're going to need our higher level classes <laughs> to lead us to the new future. They've canceled the, the con- post-viral future. They canceled the Kentucky Derby for the first time ever. Oh, my gosh. When will it end? Have they told the horses? <laughs> <laughs> The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 